So yeah, here's your combat now, guys. Oh my god. That's the ghost ship. Cacophony, you are below decks. You're on the bridge. Yeah. If you leave the uh, helm, the ship will stop moving, but momentum will keep it alongside the ghost ship for a little while, you guess. Yeah. And then I got to put Mr. Hurst <gasps> on the deck. Ooh, look, at point, yeah. so. Mr. Hurst, look at Mr. He's Hurst. He's a big old piggy pig. He's a big old boy. I want to be near him. He's a big old hippo <laughs> man. Jilliana, whereabouts are you on the deck? I'm going to be like, I was probably looking out, all leaning over the deck, looking at the ship. So I'm probably going to be about uh, mid-deck. Mid-deck? Okay, thereabouts? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Alviva, whereabouts are you? Yeah, next to Juliana, I'll come up the uh, cargo hold with my nicely sharpened, clean weapons, standing next <laughs> to Juliana, ready to take on whatever comes my way there. Cool. Uh, real quick, uh, I just wanted to double check on, just for my sake, which is the front? Uh, the bow is the bridge, so where Cacophony is, that's the bow of the ship. Okay, so that's so when the ship is moving, it is moving basically in the direction that the chair and the bridge is facing. Generally, yes. Okay. Unless, uh, like, it can move anywhere in three dimensions uh, as long as Cacophony wants it to. So it can go backwards if she so chooses. Right. So on this map, uh, where Mr. Like, where Mr. Hurst is, the bottom, that's, that's port, and then uh, the side closest to the ship, to the ghost ship, that's starboard? Yes. Okay. Okay, so, uh, yeah, everyone, uh, roll initiative. Roll initiative. 19. 19? Okay. I also got 19. We're just rolling the same today, Jill. I guess. We're tuned. It's all that ship steering. That's the ship steering. For the sake of breaking the tie, Cacophony, what's your uh, dexterity score? Uh, my dex mod is 5. Yeah, way better. Uh, so uh, dexterity 19. score. 19. Okay. So, Juliana, you rolled 19. What's your dexterity score? Yeah, and my dex, my dex mod is 1, so my dex is 12. 12. Finn, by the way, is staying below decks because he's squishy. He's a yeah. tiny little baby. Poor you, he's a tiny Finn. little. He's a tiny little lizard boy. I will love him. I will tell about him to my friends. I want to see him grow big and strong. <laughs> I'll protect this tiny lizard. 17. I rolled 17. Alviva got a 17. And uh, did I burn... I know when I started piloting the ship, I would have burned a first level slot, slot but we leveled up since between sessions, so would I have burned a second level slot? I will say that, yeah, you probably would have burned a second level slot because we only okay. handled the level up at the end of the session because it was more convenient that way. Gotcha. Yeah, do we have any kind of speaking tube system throughout the ship? It's a small enough ship that if you yell, someone will hear you. Gotcha. Oh, wait, these are skeletons. Hi. Yeah, turn yeah. them dead. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping in mind that there's only so far they can go because it's a ship. <laughs> but as you're uh, approaching, you also see from below decks, you see a... Uh, a sort of, it almost looks like a, a zombie, except it doesn't appear to be rotting nearly as much, but the skin is sort of shrunken to the frame. Long, lank hair uh, appears to be some kind of sorcerer's robes being worn. You did hear Alana say to focus fire on anything that looks like a wizard. Well, he looks different enough to be a wizard. Yeah. So, uh, but we are starting with the, uh, with the mysterious undead white figure. So, uh, he's at the top of the order. So how are we attacking these guys if they're on another ship? Uh, range attacks, or we will see. Um, <laughs> you did see them firing harpoon lines, so... We're in an enclosed ship. How am I going to shoot an arrow at anybody? Aren't we on a deck? You're on a deck. In You're space? On the upper deck. How are we yes. breathing? Good question. Good question. Spelljammer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. I believe, now, the, now correct me if I'm wrong, but the way you explained it to me, Kit, is that we basically have like, there's basically a big bubble of air around the ship. Yeah. When the ship left your world's atmosphere, it pulled with it an air envelope um, that is going to last for a period of time, uh, probably long enough to reach the spaceport since Alana doesn't seem concerned about it. <laughs> and my arrows will penetrate the space bubble or burst it? It will penetrate. In fact, you are, the two ships are close enough that their air envelopes are actually intersecting at the moment. Oh, okay. Does everything smell like dead things? Oh, it does God. a little bit. Oh, oh. Okay, so uh, let me just do double check the range on this spell. 120 feet. Okay, that's more than enough. Uh, so it is going to uh, focus on Mr. Hurst because it is he is the biggest thing and most threatening looking thing on the deck. That is an 18. Mr. Hurst's armor class is a 14. So you see the white figure sort of gesture and then reach out and a big skeletal hand reaches out and grabs at Mr. Hurst's face. Uh, and he tries to shake it off. Ugh. And it does six necrotic damage to him. It's going to be it for that guy. Uh, Cacophony, you're up next. Okay. So if I am correct, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He is 40 feet away from me. Yes. You are, however, in an enclosed part of the bridge. Okay. Can I still cast spells? If the spell requires that you be able to see him or be able to fire a beam, you will probably have to stand at the window. Uh, it just says you whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear. Okay. So, I don't uh, think so. It doesn't so. say you have to see it? Uh, I don't see any wording there that does, no. Okay, cool. Then yeah, you can cast that spell. Okay, so it's discordant whispers. So what Cacophony starts to do, because it requires a um, just verbal and somatic component, does that right? No, it's verbal. So Cacophony starts to whisper, and everybody like on the deck can kind of hear what sounds like kind of her... Whispering what sounds like gibberish. Meanwhile, across the ship over there, Mr. Wizard Man starts hearing something in his head that sounds like down, down to Goblin Town, <laughs> down, down to Goblin Town. And as he hears it, I'm casting that as a level two spell. So that's going to be, he has to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. You go, my lad. Oh, oh my you lad. go, my lad. Uh, roll the natural 20. That's a Shit. 21 total. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Uh, on a successful save, the target takes half as much damage and doesn't have to move away. Okay. So he's going to take half as much. So that's R46 because I cast a level higher. And that's six damage. Okay. He can still hear it in his head, though. He can still hear it in his head. Let me just check something. Does yeah, he... we're being sued by the Jim Henson Creature Company. <laughs> 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 Wait, Jim Henson? No, no, no. This is... Uh... No, no, no. Now we're being sued by uh by Rankin Bass. Oh, we're Rankin being sued by Rankin Bass. Bass. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh is that your turn? That's uh that's my turn. Um uh do I have an I have a I have one other thing I can do. Uh and then I am actually going to sway my hand towards um well I Captain Alan is right behind me. So I'm like Captain Bondar. Uh I he's over that direction and inspiration towards her. Okay, cool. So that's a 1d6? Yeah. Okay. Jilliana, you're up. Uh, I'm going to go for... Uh, I'm going to target that guy that just... Uh, the the most dangerous looking one who just attacked us with a big skeleton hand. Okay. I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. Okay. <laughs> the range on that's what? 120 feet? 120, yep. Yeah, that'll reach. 
Alrighty. See, I figured if you really wanted to torture him, you would have started playing the greatest adventure. I could have done that. Okay, that is a 16. Uh, 16 to hit? Yes. Uh, 16 hits, roll damage. Yeah, let's count this at level 2. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. 11 radiant damage. Okay, plus the 3 from the higher, from the original roll. Well, I think, I, oh yeah, so that does take a, uh, so that's 14 radiant damage total, which oof. Yeah. And also, but I imagine he's like weak to radiant because he's undead. Uh, he's not weak to radiant, but he doesn't have oh. any resistances to it. Ooh. Yeah, he, he, ta- he takes that guiding bolt and he is not happy about it. He immediately turns his glare right on you, Juliana. Juliana <laughs> uh, just sort of like brandishes her, Juliana brandishes her, her uh, hammer and just sort of just glowers at him. I don't know. Juliana does the two fingers at her eyes and points at him. <laughs> <laughs> and is that your turn? Uh, yeah, I think that is going to be my turn. <laughs> okay, up next is Mr. Hurst. <laughs> Mr. Hurst! He's got a shotgun. Yeah, he is going to... Uh, one, two, three... Yeah, that's enough. Uh, he is going to shuffle right over to the uh, edge of the rail. Um, take aim at... Let's see. How's, how far is the range on the shotgun? I gotta double check this. Yeah, he's gonna get two of the skeletons with it. Oh shoot, that thing's a bonus action. <laughs> I'm just used to not having any bonus actions besides healing word. That's a 24, mm-hmm. that'll hit. Uh... <laughs> Hell yeah, Mr. Hurst! Go Mr. Hurst! <laughs> so that has three piercing to each of them. Uh, I'm just gonna double check. He's our favorite giant hippo man. H-U-R-S-T. Mr. Hurst is fine by you. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, he pulls out, he pulls out a much larger, much heavier looking version of uh, Captain Bondar's gun and just opens fire. And there's this roar as a blast hits two of these skeletons. Uh, They're still standing, but they did not like that. (laughs) Those things are amazingly loud. (laughs) And I think that's all Mr. Hurst has got at the moment. So uh, up next is Elviva. Okay. Well, um, I'm trying to remember. You do have advantage on the skeletons because they do have not acted yet. Yeah, that's what Ooh. I was thinking. But from where I am, can I reach anything with my? my... Um, yeah, you can hit with their with I your can? longbow really yeah. easy. The the range on your longbow is disgusting. It is, is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And none of these guys are standing within five feet of each other, so horde breaker would not apply, unfortunately. Okay. Unless you shot at the skeleton and the white. Well, I, I think the skeleton is the uh, kind of leader, right? The white at the back of the ship is the leader, yeah, and there's a skeleton next to him. So you would be able to get two shots on those guys okay. with Heartbreaker. Oh, it's white, like W-I-G-H-T. I just realized yes. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> he is also very okay. pale, I'm sure. He's also very pale. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's do that. Okay, so... Uh, I have a bad history with whites in D&D. Dear white guys. So which, which one do you want to shoot at first? Uh, the white guy. Okay, so roll your attack. With the longbow? Advantage or just normal? For this guy, he has acted, so this one's not with advantage, but the next one against the skeleton will be. Okay. That's an 11. Uh, his armor class is 14, so that does not hit. Yeah. Uh, let me just check the rules on Horde Breaker, whether it has to be an attack or a hit. Yeah, it's just make a weapon attack, so you still get the second attack against that skeleton, and that one will be with advantage. Okay. How's that? <laughs> that's an 18, so that's 11 piercing damage. Hell yeah! That's a good hit. That... That skeleton is barely hanging on. Okay, somebody else is going to somebody else is going to have to finish him off. <laughs> you also have, um, if you want to cast Hunter's Mark on the white, that would give you a bonus, a, a bonus to damage against him, and that would be a bonus action. 
Hunter's Mark? Yeah, that's one of your spells. Oh, whereabouts is that? Under the bit that has like your name and your uh, class and everything. Uh-huh, there's uh, yeah. three buttons that say core, bio, and spells. Spells, yes. Hunter's and Mark. And one of those there is Hunter's is. Mark. Cast at what level? Uh, first. You only have first level spells. Okay. There we go. That white is now marked, so when you hit him with a weapon attack, you do an extra 1d6 damage to him. Okay. Good. So can I take this guy out, or is it up to somebody else? It's up to somebody else now. That would be the end of your All turn. right. I did my part, guys. <laughs> I'll say. Next up is the skeletons. Um, they are going to uh, pull back these incredibly large crossbows they have with what appear to be grappling hooks on them and fire oh their ship. Oh, dear. Are they going to board? They are. They do appear to be attempting to board, so... Oh, dear. Bring it, guys. We're more threatening in person. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> you want Mr. Hurst in your face? Come at him. He'll hug you to death. Okay, first one hits. Uh, second one, the ten. That's not going to hit. Doesn't manage to dig into the uh, side of the ship. Third one, that is a hit. Fourth one, that's not going to hit. That one just kind of sails off in the exact wrong direction. <laughs> a skeleton is not very talented. That's not. A, he's not a good shooty skeleton. <laughs> and that's a natural one. So that one. <laughs> That one, the skeleton actually kind of slips on a rope, fires straight up, and the grappling hook just goes up, and then straight back down and just hits the deck of his own ship. (laughs) And he grappled his own deck? Okay. (laughs) He's going to hear about that. (laughs) Okay, and with that, the the skeletons are going to use their, the skeletons in front of lines are going to use their movement to try and get across. However, they have to go at half speed because they're balancing just standing over the void of space. Yeah, so there are now two skeletons uh, trying to cross these lines and just kind of like, like, uh, oh God, what's, I'm, I'm, I lost the word. Spider monkeys? Balance rope, oh. tightrope. They're tightrope walking across these lines on your ship. And they, they're skeletons, so they don't seem to really be, like, they don't care. They're not worried about it. But they are kind of wobbling precariously on these lines. God, you guys, Spelljammer is really stupid. <laughs> So they're just tightrope walking over the void of space. <laughs> Up next is Alana. She is a little worried about how close that skeleton is to Mr. Hurst, so she is going to take a uh, dead-eye shot at that one. And remember her d6 if she needs it. Yes. She has given herself advantage by spending a grit point, so... That's a 24, that'll hit. And it's 11 damage, which is enough to finish that skeleton off. Yay. She manages to put a bullet right through its skull, and it just kind of topples off the line. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but the line is unfortunately still there. Oh. Top of the round, the white is back up. What's his speed? Yeah, he's going to get right up to there. He is going to basically Shit. be clinging onto oh, the side of the ship. He's very fast. He's very fast. Did he just jump over the other skeleton? <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> he's a very speedy very agile undead which is a little al- al- alarming to see is to see a walking corpse move that fast Ooh. yeah he's going to take two shots with his uh longbow at the cleric although because mr hurst is standing in front of you you have half cover so you have a uh a plus two bonus to ac cool but he's seen the cleric and he got a bit of a hit from the cleric so he's not happy about it so what's your ac 17 plus two yeah so it's 19 19. Okay, first longbow shot misses. Uh, just kind of thuds uselessly off of Mr. Hurst's shoulder. It doesn't seem to penetrate. Uh, second one is a natural one, so that just twangs off in an entirely different direction. He's having a difficulty balancing on this tightrope. Yeah, his aim is off. Yeah. 
And uh, that's the end of his turn. So up next is Cacophony. Uh, you now see clinging to the window of the bridge, uh, this undead type dude. Okay. I'm actually going to be doing two things. One for my bonus, one for my standard. Okay. Since uh, I'm going to actually start with another Dissonant Whisters. So before I describe what's happening, I need if you can roll his wisdom save, just so I know how badass it is. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Okay, that's a 19. He saves. Okay, so it's only half there. So always look on the bright <laughs> side of life is what he hears. No one else can actually hear this. They just hear the whispers. Um, so that is going to be 40, uh, 3d6 because I'm not going to expend. I don't have any higher levels to expend anymore. So that's six damage. <laughs> and then as my second action, um, rather abruptly, oh. something seems to happen to Cacophony. One second, I'm trying to hit this in it whispers so I can note it down as using a first level spell slot. And as this happens, um, she suddenly seems to seems to kind of start glowing, like there's an aura uh, sparkling up around her. Think in an anime when suddenly the Bishonin suddenly gets like Sakura blossoms raining down around him and he gleams You're and like a gleam me. in his You're eye. You're killing oh, me, Sakura blossoms. <laughs> You're killing me. Is this card captors? Yes. Yes, that's what's happening right now. It's card captors, and as this happens, I spread my hands, and everybody who's on on the sh on the ship. So, uh, Captain Alana, uh, Captain Alana, Mister Hurst, Jillian, and Algifu, uh, Alviva. Uh, I'm reading things. Alviva all gain five temporary HP, and you can all move now. If you what? Want. <laughs> all right. <Okay. laughs> Sorry, we get move actions or we get turns. You can actually move, like just move actions. Move up to your speed so you could, or. Yeah, move up to your speed. Okay. Uh, let me let me post the description in the chat so you can see it. It's my controlling performance college glamour thing. Shoot. No, wrong thing. That's actually um it's my uh mantle of inspiration that I'm trying to do. There we go. So yeah, um Jiliana and Elviva on your character sheets under temporary hit points put in five. <laughs> Shit. And um if you move, you don't provoke opportunity attacks, so you could even fucking get in their face if you wanted. Yeah, Mr. Hurst is actually going to uh, climb up on top of the... Uh, he's not in the room with you, he's on top, but the map is limited that way. <laughs> he's actually yeah. going to stand right in front of that line and get right up in this thing's face. So is he? So is the forecastle up above the bridge, basically, and that's where they're climbing up? Yeah, he's on the forecastle, um, and he's now like basically right in front of where this white is clinging to the side of the ship. Okay. Um, then Jillian is going to move over to basically closer to the uh, to the side of the bridge, um, so that she can get a she can get a sight line to the white. Um, but I don't think okay. she wants to get super in the way of Mister Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Um, Alviva, you can move up to your speed, so up to thirty feet uh, in any direction you wish. So you could even start, if you want to get your two swords on those other skeletons, you could start charging the fuck across. Well, you could take the fight <laughs> to, the, to the skeletons. I was thinking I could use my swords. Can I not sort of kind of hack at these uh, lines? You can oh, definitely yeah. do that on, on your yeah, turn, okay. unfortunately. But on your next turn, you can definitely cut that line. Okay. I wouldn't have thought of that. Okay. Uh, is that cacophony? Is that your turn? That's my turn. Okay. <laughs> my hair and um and as as long as you guys have your temporary HP, my my hair still glitters in the wind of and I still have does. blossoms raining down around me. <laughs> That's gonna make a mess. Mackenzie's a glamour bard, you guys. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm so glad so, we started this uh, podcast after that officially. After after Glamour Bard became official. <laughs> yeah. So up next is Juliana. 
All right. Um, I'm going to take off a. Uh, so the white. How's the white looking? He is pretty fucked up. Okay. Um, I am going to lean over the side and try to take a pot shot on him with uh with sacred fr- with sacred flame. I'd say you got line of sight if you're leaning over the side. You don't have to. Yeah. Okay. So he's got to do a dexterity saving throw. Yes. That is a nine. I'm guessing that does not save. No, I don't think it does. <laughs> okay, roll damage. Uh, then he takes five radiant damage. Okay. And since he took damage on the line, he's got to make another dexterity saving throw. Yeah, he manages to stay on the line. Damn it. So is that your turn? Yeah, I think that's my turn. I feel like I'm positioned well right now. Okay. Uh, up next is Mr. Hurst. Uh, Mr. Hurst is looking down at this dude. Uh, he just took like a necrotic something or other to the face he's not happy about it so he is going to headbutt him and he's going to make it reckless to give himself oh, advantage yes! mr hurst i love you mr hurst <laughs> that's a 28 he hits holy balls <laughs> do and not that is 12 that is 12 bludgeoning damage do not make an enemy of mr hurst <laughs> He does have resistance to non-magical attacks that aren't silvered, so it does only do six damage. But holy shit, that was a hit. <laughs> so yeah, this this white is not looking happy that he just took a headbutt from like a giant hippo dude. <laughs> uh, okay, Elviva, you're up. <laughs> so is this is this guy still hanging on or he's on the wire or what? Um, he is looking really battered, but he's also like yeah, he's looking really battered, but also he's dead, so it's kind of hard to tell. <laughs> well, then I don't think I should waste any energy on him. Um, I think I'm more concerned about the fact that these lines are still in place and that these skeleton guys could still come over. Can I start hacking at this line that's in front of me and get rid of it? Yeah, I would say um, make a attack with your short swords. Okay, short sword... Yeah, that'll do it. Um, so you are hacking away at this rope, and uh, as you do, it falls away from the ship and just kind of drifts off into the void. Good, good. That was bad plan all along. Okay, so that line is no longer attached. And uh, is that your turn? Uh, is it, can I go after the other one, or what can I do now? Uh, you did use your action to cut the line, so um, if you have a bonus action, which would be one of your offhand attacks with your swords but if uh you'd have to move to get in close enough to attack someone with those it seems to me uh the, the only line now come the only way across from these two ships now is this line that's intact right yes okay so i'm going to move up closer to mr hirsch there okay six yeah you can get up right next to him yeah keep right there yep, that's good you're up on this you're up on the forecastle with him you are there's a raised yep. section at the front of the ship where he's standing and you're now okay. right next to him all righty okay and if that's your turn, it is now the skeleton's turn. Um, oh god, it's getting real crunchy in there. Uh, <laughs> so this skeleton is going to make a dexterity check to see if he can just grab onto the side of the ship. Yeah, yeah, he manages to uh, grab onto the side of the ship and just pull himself up so he's now standing on the rail. Oh dear. And he is going to uh, make an attack against Alviva. Right in front of me! Yep. That is a six. That is not going to hit. Cool. <laughs> so you're fine. Um, the other skeletons are going to... Uh, well, this one is also going to... This one is actually looking at how crunchy it is, and he's just going to take a longbow shot at Mr. Hurst, because he's big and terrifying. Uh, that is a natural one. That's not going to hit. Surely he smacks himself on the face at that point. <laughs> it's a 15 that is going to hit. 
five piercing damage to Mr. Hurst. The last one is looking around, looking at, uh, st- still very wary of that cleric and is so going to fire at Jiliana. That is a 12 against your AC. I'm pretty sure that doesn't hit. Super no. Okay. So that is the skeleton's turn, the skelly's turns. Up next is Alana, uh, who is sees that Mr. Hurst has probably got this white under control <laughs> um, and is going to start taking pot shots at the skeleton uh, skeletons that are still on the ship. So uh, this isn't going to be a dead eye shot. This is just going to be a regular shot. 27, that'll hit. That is 12 piercing damage, which is enough to take out one of the skeletons. Yay! Good shot, Captain. And that is her turn. Um... And up next is the white, who's directly in front of Mr. Hurst, clinging to the side of the ship, not particularly happy about this. Um, and he is going to strike out at Mr. Hurst with his hand. That's a 21. That's going to hit. So Mr. Hurst takes four necrotic damage. Ooh. And he has to make a constitution saving throw. That's an eight that's going to fail. So Mr. Hurst's maximum hit points are uh, reduced by three as well. Uh, by four as well. Uh, well, but he's still one above thanks to temporary HP. Uh, he is still one above his usual thanks to temporary HP. Yeah, yeah. That that appears to be a very terrifying thing that this thing can do is just drain the life out of people. And then uh, is going to follow that up with a longsword attack against Mister Hurst, which is a seventeen. That's going to hit. Yeah. So that is uh, nine slashing and three necrotic. Yeah. Mister Hurst is starting to look pretty hurt by this. He's not happy about it. And that is the White's turn. Uh, up next is Cacophony. A lot of people are standing on the forecastle above you. Yeah, can I even see the white? You can see it uh, through the window of the ship. His, basically, his back end is dangling off the edge of the ship, and you can see his legs kind of in that window there. Okay, can I... Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I hit first. One second. Uh, I don't think an 11 hits, right? An 11 does not hit. Okay, well, in that case, Cacophony, attempting to aim for the white's ass, <laughs> draws her hand back uh, and jerks it forward and sends a firebolt, and it goes, like, right between its dangling legs. Uh, and then she's like, oh, well. And then she sways her other hand back, and then she calls out, Mr. Hurst, feel a little bit hardier, and healing word on Mr. Hurst. Okay. Damn it, I need to do a spell card for that. Um, but it is 1d4 plus my modifier, which is 5, so... Uh, seven health back for Mr. Hurst. Seven health back for Mr. Hurst. Okay, and uh, is that your turn? Yes. Juliana, you're up. Okay. Um, looks like Mr. Hurst is doing a little better, so I am going to... Um, I'm going to do a ranged attack on one of the skeletons still left on the ship. I'm going to do a first level guiding bolt. Okay. Normal a 10. Uh, 10 is not going to hit, unfortunately. Shoot, fire. <laughs> it just kind of... Uh just kind of goes through like the part of the rib cage that's just completely empty and strikes the far side of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and let me see. I'm going to position myself a little bit more in the middle of the ship so I can get a better eye on, uh, on both of these remaining skelly tums over on the other uh, ghost ship. Okay. So let me get this straight. The guy that's right in front of me and threatening me, you ignore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've seen you murder. You're doing good. <laughs> okay, just I trust you to kill. I I trust you to kick this guy's ass ten ways to next Tuesday. Uh-huh. Frankly, okay. <laughs> your confidence okay. is appreciated, if maybe not warranted entirely, but that's okay. <laughs> Alviva has a thirst. Yes, I do, and that thirst is for violence. That's and true. Juliana has a healthy respect for it. Well, that's probably wise on her part. You're absolutely right. <laughs> 
So up next is Mr. Hurst. Uh, Mr. Hurst is uh, not happy about the white basically draining his life out, so he's going to go at it with another headbutt. You get this guy out of here, will you? Jeez. With another reckless attack to give himself advantage. That's a 28 again. <laughs> Shoot fire, Mr. Hurst. He's pissed. Seven damage. The white is not dead, but it is barely clinging to unlife. Okay. <laughs> Do not piss off Mr. Hurst. <laughs> He's doing great. <laughs> so uh, after Mr. Hurst is Alviva, you've got a skeleton right up in your yes. face and the white still clinging to the side of the ship. Yes, and I have two swords here that I'm going to go at it with. Yes! I'm going to just do a one-two and kill this sucker. I hope. You hope. <laughs> There's the first one. That's a nine. That's going to miss. Oh. Second one. Okay. That's a 23. That's going to hit. <laughs> and yeah, that's enough to take out that skeleton. All right. He's gonzo. Skeleton yeah, the skeleton. You, you bring that sword down and just basically hack off the skeleton's arms at the elbows. So while the arms remain attached to the side of the ship, the body just kind of like falls off the side of the ship and is quickly swept away in the ship's wake. I love it. Okay. As long as those <laughs> arms don't have any regenerative powers, we're okay. <laughs> I mean, if you want some skeleton hands, you have them okay, now. Okay, well. Uh, Ooh, we can do some hilarious xylophone bits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm moving up here next to Juliana, and she's, because I know she's intent on taking out these other two guys, and Mr. Hurst doesn't need any help. <laughs> up next is Alana. Uh, she also sees that Mr. Hurst has the white in hand, so she's going to take a pot shot at this one of the two remaining skeletons. It's a 14 versus a 13 that hits. And that is 10 piercing damage. Isn't quite enough to kill it, but is definitely a large and powerful blow against this thing. And up next is the white, who is now really viciously intent on killing Mr. Hurst because he's been headbutted <laughs> twice and he's not happy about it. So first he's going to go in with the life drain. He does get advantage because Mr. Hurst uh, used a reckless attack. It's a 22 that's going to hit. So that's three necrotic damage. Mr. Hurst needs to make a constitution saving throw. That is a 17 that's Oof. going to succeed, I think. Yes, it does. Okay, so his hit point, his maximum hit points are not any further reduced. However, the white is now going to go in with a longsword attack that also gets advantage. It's seventeen. That's going to hit. It's nine slashing and six necrotic. Yarg! Spirit <laughs> is tanking these blows pretty well, but he's he's still bleeding and not particularly happy right now. This is one stubborn dude, isn't it? Can't kill this sucker. He's yeah. The undead are like that. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of goes with the territory, yeah. Yeah. And uh, up next is Cacophony. So let's try that again. <laughs> <laughs> now with my, uh, now with it set up on my goddamn thingy. 24! All right. <laughs> okay, so previously you had, like, cast the firebolt and managed to shatter a hole in the window but not actually hit him. This time yeah. you shatter another hole in the window, but this time it does hit. <laughs> And seven fire damage. That's enough to kill him. He was at Yay. one hit point. Damn. Excellent. All right. Way to go, Cacophony. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, smell. Oh, it's burning rotted flesh. Oh. Burning dead flesh. So what you, and guys, then this what you guys see is you see this bolt of fire come flying out of nowhere, hit, uh, hit this guy basically in the thigh, and then proceed to push him off the ship and send him flying into the ship's wake. Oh. This is followed... By yet another healing word, because it's a bonus action. And I used cantrip. And I used that to heal Mr. Hurst for nine. Okay. <laughs> and that is basically a 
Mr. Hurst, I do like you quite a bit. Please hang on, good sir. And then... <laughs> okay. Uh, so if that's your turn, Jillianna, you're up. There's still two skeletons left on the ghost ship. So how far away are these skeletons? Um, the one on the left is one, two, three, four, um, is 20 feet away. And the one on the right is also 20 feet away. You're equidistant between the two of them. Great. Then I'm going to go with Bane. This is a first level spell. Uh, up to three creatures of my choice that I can see within range must make charisma saving throws. Whenever a target that fails that saving throw makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll or saving throw. So these guys are basically just getting up disadvantages for however long they are alive. Okay, so first skeleton rolls a 4. That's a no. Second skeleton rolls a 12. That's probably also a no. Correct. Okay. They Yeah, you charisma saving throws are good. These things have a charisma of 5. That's what I was counting on. I wasn't expecting these guys to be very suave. <laughs> okay, so that's your action. Yeah. Do you want to do anything else on your turn? Yeah, um, I'm just going to uh, tie it along, and I'm also going to send along a healing word over to Mr. Hurst, uh, just to sort of stymie um, that. Is Bane a first-level spell? Yes, it is. You're right. Okay, you can't cast two spells in a turn unless one of them is a cantrip. I keep forgetting that. You're right. Um, then in that case... Well, yeah, the rest of these are probably fine. Okay, then okay. Uh, then that's just my turn then. Okay. Uh, up next is Mr. Hurst, who... He, he he had a plan for what he was going to do on his turn. That plan's gone now, so he's going to take a minute, consider, and then he's going to dash over to the stern castle and get ready to shoot at that one if it's still standing by the time his next turn comes up. <laughs> so up next is Elviva. Okay. So what is the condition of these two skeletons are, uh, over here with the longbows? Uh, the one on the left is, uh, sign is pretty wounded, and the one on the right is unharmed so far. Okay, so let's finish off the one on the left if we can with the longbow. Okay. So 17, that's six piercing. That That is enough to finish off that skeleton. Nice. So he's dead. Or cool. deader. <laughs> he's deader? <laughs> deader. He's deader. Uh, you can also, if you want, uh, use a bonus action to move your hunter's mark to the remaining skeleton. My hunter's mark? That's the spell, right? Yeah, that you had on the white. The white is dead, so you can move your hunter's mark to a living target. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it's moved. Uh, you don't have to burn another spell slot because you've already cast it and you've maintained concentration. Up next is Alana, who uh, is really annoyed with this last skeleton and is going to take a uh, dead-eye <laughs> shot at it. Yeah, I don't blame her. Let's finish this off. <laughs> Good thing that he, she did, because the first one was a 10. Uh, that's a 24. That'll hit. It's 10 piercing. Not quite enough to kill it, but it is very, very damaged. Skelly bones. <laughs> <laughs> and that's her turn. Up next is Cacophony. I think the only thing I have that reaches it is Firebolt, but let me triple check I don't think that. you can see it from this angle is the thing. Oh, probably not. That's true. You're inside the forecastle. In which case, I'm going to continue looking pretty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that does take a whole action. That is a, that's an intensive job. Yeah. I swirl my hair around, put my hand to my chest, and then focus forward. Cool. Okay, Juliana, your turn. You know what? For funsies, let's just go for one more guiding bolt. <laughs> <laughs> because we've had so much luck with those. And we did once. Yes, true. That's true. And he is <laughs> yeah, he is somewhat damaged, is he not? Yeah, he's pretty damaged. That's a 25. Yeah. That'll do it. 
Yeah, and we're casting that at level one. So he takes, you know, let's just go in for the overkill. He takes 18 radiant damage. <laughs> now it okay, works. you vaporized the that skeleton. vaporized into atoms. <laughs> he turns to ash and scatters in the interstellar now wind. Now it works. <laughs> Gonzo. <sighs> so yeah, congratulations. You defeated the ghost ship. And we all take a heavy uh, sigh, sit well, down on the deck, collect our thoughts. Hold up, hold up. Before we do that, uh, can what? we get over to that other ship and retract the harpoons or anything? Like, are the whales okay? Um, yeah, it looked like they'd abandoned the strike on the whale when you came up close. Okay, but there, but there aren't, like, any harpoon guns, like, stuck in, like... There aren't any projectiles stuck in whale sides or anything at the moment. They're not they're free currently. To go. No, it looks like it looks like they cut the lines when the uh, they saw an enemy ship closing. Ah, in. great. Yeah. Speaking of cutting lines, we still have this line attached to our ship, right? Is there anything we should do to the ship? Um, well, I guess we can ask Alana that. Uh, Captain Bondar, is there anything else we should do with the ship? Ghost ships don't usually have anything useful on them. I'm willing to just cut it loose and leave. Okay, sounds good, ma'am. I will wait until the line's cut, and then I shall get us forward. Okay, Mr. Hurst just leans down and, like, physically pulls the uh, the grappling hook out and just kind of tosses it, and it floats away. Well, he's Hurst. at the wrong end of the ship to do that. I love you, Mr. Hurst. <laughs> and then I start driving away. Okay. So, um, the rest of the shift passes without incident. Everyone kind of goes back to sleep. Yeah, Juliana's definitely going to bed. She's gonna she's yeah. gonna say some prayers to, to her goddess Ethla. Ask for guidance, and she's gonna go to bed. Oh, well, Viva's gonna go down below and clean her equipment again because you never know, and that'll help her wind down so that she can nap again. Uh, at the end of the shift, uh, I assume Alviva, you go up to uh, relieve Cacophony at the helm at the end of the shift. Oh, yeah, I guess it's my turn, isn't it? Yeah, you're up. Do I know how to do this? No, I, I, I will give I will give you a quick rundown. Um, basically, when you get in here, dear, you just need to cast a spell, and then you'll be able to sense everyone and everything on the ship, and and continue forward. Casting spells, okay, not my strong suit, but okay. <laughs> yeah, basically, just uh, on on your uh, spell sheet, it'll have slots total and slots remaining under uh, first level spells, and just that two, you're going to bring that down to a one because you're using a spell slot to cast this. Also, Alviva, my dear, since I am going to sleep now, um, you may notice me looking a little less glamorous than usual. I'll deal with it. Please do not comment. I'll on deal it. with it. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and then I head down to downstairs to bed. Okay. okay. Uh, go clean my weapons. Well, you're you're piloting uh, you, the ship. You, you, yeah, you have to pilot the ship right oh, now. I keep forgetting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I clean my weapons while I'm piloting the ship. Yeah, as long as you're seated on the helm, you can fly the ship. Okay, cool. But you're you're experiencing the same thing that Cacophony and Alviva did, or Cacophony and uh, Juliana did. The ship feels like an extension of your own body, and you're aware of everyone and everything inside of it. Oh. And, and you are just moving this thing with your thoughts alone. Oh, okay. It's like the like the seat in Stargate Atlantis when they sit down to. I got it. After a few hours, uh, after the shift change, um, Finn starts uh, circulating the ship again, this time handing out breakfast. He appears to have found some eggs from somewhere. <laughs> what kind of eggs? You do not know. They probably don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he hands them out to, to everybody he can find. So like, he, Cacophony, you wake up from your nap to discover just a plate of eggs next to your head on the bed. Um, Alviva, he comes up and puts some in your yeah. lap as you're flying the ship. 
Juliana, he also comes and finds you and hands you some eggs as well. Mm. Juliana vaguely remembers how to sign thank you, but it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of slowly shakes his head at you and leaves. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I choose to believe that the signs that you do know are like, yes, no, please, thank you, and some kind of incredibly rude gesture. Say, you're not saying anything rude accidentally, <laughs> are you? <laughs> and it was probably something that like someone taught her as like a, oh, may, may the goddess go with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So um, near the end of the third shift, um, the ship slows down again as it's approaching a gigantic rock in space now you the audience know that this is an asteroid but nobody here is going to know the word asteroid all you can <laughs> see is that it is a gigantic almost moon-sized rock in space That's and no it moon. appears to be the first thought that creeps into your head as you're looking at this is infested it is just covered in like the sprawl of a city across the top side of it um the skyline is marked is marked by an incredibly tall watchtower and you can see like Dozens of ships docking and departing with this thing, and hundreds of flighters, uh, hundreds of fighters flitting around in the atmosphere, almost like they're patrolling it. Upon hearing the ship slow, feeling the ship slow down, Captain Bondar came up to the top deck, and as she's looking out at it, she uh, she looks at the rest of you who've who've come to gathered to look at it, and she says, "Well, crew, welcome to Port Meridian." Gem Jammer is performed by Kit Walker, Annie Creighton, Mackenzie Weaver, and Vicki Sharon, and edited by Jake Mason. Our character art was concepted and illustrated by Rio, who can be found at vriosart.tumblr.com. Our cover art was illustrated by Canary Witch, who can be found at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music was composed by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. You can find us on Tumblr at crookedrussiancam.tumblr.com and on Twitter at gemjamcast. If you enjoy Gem Jammer and want to support both this show and other projects, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash thegemjam. I mean, not great. Hi, shit cat. <laughs> oh, we definitely got to get a shit cat. <laughs> we don't oh. yet. We'll have to. Okay. <laughs>